0: What if the way you've been telling your life story reveals the secret to what is holding you back? Stories play an integral part in how we see not only ourselves, but the whole world. Stories are more than just an important part of communication. They also reveal hidden aspects of our inner talk, which can either support us or end up holding us back from the very things we want most in life, without us even realizing it. Join author, mindset coach, and award-winning singer-songwriter, Carrie Rowan, on her show, Look for the Good, every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m., when she shares nuggets of wisdom from her internationally best-selling book, Tell a New Story, five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. Carrie's powerful stories and compelling guests will empower you to change how you look at your own life while giving you some powerful tools and tips you can use every day to help you feel better and move yourself closer to the life you've been longing to live. Hello, everybody,
1: and welcome to Look for the Good. I'm your host, Carrie Rowan, mindset strategist and coach, and I love sharing nuggets of wisdom about the stories that we tell each other and, more importantly, the stories that we tell ourselves. So, join me and my special guests as we share our personal stories of strength and triumph every Wednesday on Dream. I'm sorry, every week on Dream Vision 7 Radio. It's on Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. And listen online on your mobile device, in your car, or you can ask Alexa to play Dream Vision 7 Radio anywhere you are. And so, tune in every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time to get real stories and tips on how to turn your life and your story around. And evolve with us as we unite humankind with universal love And i'm so excited to be here with you today for another edition of look for the good And I have jenny cohen waiting in the wings. Hello jenny. Hello. How are you?
2: I'm great and excited to be here.
1: So good to have you here today. And Jenny and I, I can't wait to talk to you about Jenny. And before we get started, you know, we often talk about following our dreams, right? And we talk about the stories that support us. And what do we say to ourselves, especially when, you know, we have this idea in our mind of how our life is supposed to go. We have these expectations, right? And let's face it, life doesn't always follow those expectations. (laughs) So what do you do? What do you do about that? How do you get past that when life throws stuff at you? And I love talking about that. And Jenny's got some great stories to share with us today about how she overcame things in her life. And one of the things I love most about her is how she has taken an art form of dancing and turned it into a method of healing. So there's so many cool things she's going to share with us. Let me tell you just a little bit about Jenny and I'm going to have her tell us about herself. Um, Jenny believes in a world where Everyone can dance to heal and feel safe in their bodies, knowing they're creating and they're created in beauty and perfection in spite of life happenings. Just what we were talking about. Jenny healed through her outside and mastery process, presented in the international number one bestseller, Outside in Recovery Dancing My Way Back to Myself After Breast Cancer. I love that. I love the title. I love everything you do. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How'd you get involved in this work? And, um, you know, we just want to hear who you are inside and what's important to you.
2: First, thank you, Carrie, for having me. Audience is such a pleasure and an honor to meet you all. So I'm Jenny C. Cohen. I am an outside-in recovery master, and I help people find themselves from the outside-in. Dance has been something that has absolutely been the key for me to find my way self find my way back to myself. Mm -hmm. What do I mean by that? You ever drive somewhere and you don't know how you got there? You want an automatic pilot? How often does that happen to us? Every day, every hour, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Especially
2: now we're in this, you know, post, I like to call it panini world. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) We all have (laughs) such different opinions of really what's happening. (laughs) Either way, we all went globally through some form of lockdown where we had to get through the minutiae of being by ourselves or stuck with the same people and this fear of this unknown world. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes we would keep ourselves busy with other things. And for a lot of us, we're not out of that yet. For me, when I got my breast cancer, I did not realize until I stopped using – because I was using movement to heal during the breast cancer. And then afterwards, it became this – compulsive thing for me to not feel how different my body was. Mm-hmm. And I had to add somatic breath work to it. And so you, when you tune into your five senses, when you're doing any form of movement, it mm-hmm. pulls you into the present immediately. Because most of the time, I'm an over planner. Anybody here an over planner? Mm-hmm. I plan every second. I have color codes. For everyone in my family, all of our pets, I have 11.4. Ask me about that later, Carrie. I
1: remember and the cats. All have
2: different colored cats. Yeah, and, and two dogs. So there you go. And there. two dogs. Yeah. And, they keep uh, the cats in line. We, well, the cats keep the dogs in line, honestly. Hilarious. Right? So part of all of this has just been, I overplanned everything. And it wasn't until I took a step back and went, oh, I love to dance. And yet, if I am not present, I'm doing that. What do I need to do beyond this? And then came in evolved neurolinguistic programming. So Mm -hmm. I married this outside-in approach because that was actually the hidden thing for me. My breast cancer was not, for me personally, again, this is my subjective opinion. I'm Mm -hmm. not a doctor. Mm -hmm. Sorry, you know, I am an, an occupational therapist. I have a master's degree in that. However, for me, it was the stress of my life until the breast cancer overcame
1: and Mm -hmm. my body
2: couldn't fight it off. So it was this analysis of pretty much a trauma-filled life well before COVID came, well before. And it wasn't until I started to analyze all of that through the NLP work that I can honestly say to you, I really doubt breast cancer is going to come back because I'm dealing with all of that buried darkness that I revealed and let go. Mm -hmm. You know that adage they say about... Um, oh, you can't give from an empty well, right? You gotta fill mm-hmm. and help the world from the overflow. Well, my well doesn't have a bottom; it's kind of cracked, <laughs> <laughs> right. it's kind of cracked and dusty. You know, yes. <laughs> so part of my healing through the dance and the NLP work has been putting a bottom to that well, sealing mm. it, so that as I start to fill it's actually filling versus. Yes. You know. The cracks.
1: Yes. I love the that cracks. analogy. Yes. I love that. I wrote a song about that one time. That's really be- like a broken cup, right? You know, you're trying to fill it, but it keeps spilling out. Yeah. Right. And it's a great visual for people. I love analogies like that. So that's really, really powerful. And I love how you took all this work for yourself and now you've healed. You wrote a book about it and now how do you help people heal with this outside-in recovery program?
2: So my clients, we primarily focus first on being in their bodies, right? And when we talk about being in your bodies, mm-hmm. for breast cancer survivors or some cancer survivors, anybody who's gone through something traumatic, you have to leave your body to get through the trauma. That's just the bottom line. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, I'm going to just start at least from that acceptance and understanding, right? Oftentimes we forget to come back in our bodies.
1: <laughs> That's very interesting, right?
2: Right? Well, for me, the trauma of the IV, you have to sit there while the nurse's gown up in all this protective gear, come towards you, me, with no protective gear, and then put the poison in. And then you're like, whoa. And then i <laughs> stay here. <laughs> right. Oh <my> gosh. How <laughs> she put drugs in to put me sleepy so I won't have a fight-flight response.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So you go into freeze, right? Right. And the movement and the incorporation of breath and tuning into the five senses is a daily practice we start with. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes when you're present, you'll have feelings. Ah, feelings. What are those? <laughs> no, <Right>.
1: not feelings.
2: <laughs> we can't handle those. Yeah. Yeah, well, besides the expected, you know, I'm always supposed to be happy. Right. Oh, right. Happy and grateful. Those are the only feelings that are acceptable. Are they not?
1: It's Great. so true, especially now, you know, after everything we went through, like, you know, we're not allowed to still feel sad or upset about that, yeah. you know? Yeah.
2: And yeah. part of that was I, all my life that accumulated into my breast cancer, was not allowed to feel anger, sadness, mm-hmm. really ever to talk about fear. Mm. And you had to recognize it to release it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yes
2: there's gratitude there's also like you're pissed off
1: right pissed off. <laughs> the complete opposite
2: like, i'm really mad and then release it if you don't recognize it it becomes yeah. a deep in you and we don't ne- realize that it's
1: What's true human? it's true we it gets stuck in ourselves right yes mm-hmm. we came
2: into this world to experience right. all of it folks not all just the feelings we- yeah it doesn't it doesn't being human mm-hmm. it's like the whole gamut of it Is it not? Yeah, yeah,
1: it totally is, and it's it's interesting. This is just fresh on my mind because you know I'm going to bring up the Barbie movie. Um, Did you see the Barbie movie? I went to it last night to see my daughter with my daughter, and I, of course, I cried like a baby at the end when they were talking about being human, and there's so much to feel, right? And, but that's the reason we came here. But yet, everybody tries so hard to numb out and push it away and not feeling. And, you know, I have coping strategies, but coping's still not feeling. It's just coping past it. We need to process those emotions in order for them to flow freely the way that they were designed to do.
2: Exactly. The second component of it is to once you're feeling safe with me through movement, right? Mm-hmm. So let's be really clear. Besides your brain, which have, has all those neurons, your heart and your gut also have neurons. Mm-hmm. So that communication has to become clear yes. conduit. Yes. So that when I start talking about your subconscious, which is 90% of you sitting back here, mm-hmm. right? Audience, 10% of you is listening and there's a 90% of you already making... Quick decisions about what you're hearing, Carrie, and I speak of mm-hmm. already, even before you're aware of it, right? right. So, it start to, for me to start approaching your subconscious. They have to trust me. You have to trust me on that internal level, yeah. and that's because I'm going to put you in touch with your body and let it become a two way street.
1: I love that. And that's, that's really that powerful. Yeah, it's and so the thing. Yeah. yeah. No, I was just going to say, I love what you're saying, because just to, to back up for one quick second, I love about the heart and the gut, you know, because we forget that, you know, there's so that's the second brain, our gut. And if those two aren't talking to each other, then you got a big disconnect. And then the heart, that's our electromagnetic mag- magnetic energy. But what you said that was so powerful is the people are listening and they're making whatever judgment because the mind's so quick to like put it in a category. Let's call it this or that, or let's identify it instead of being in that curiosity mindset. But something I've been focusing on recently and learning about is that that subconscious, the reason it happens and it's so hard to catch is that it's three seconds faster than yeah. a rational mind.
2: Yes, your subconscious was forming safety mechanisms from when you were a zero mm-hmm. to seven. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was the formative year. So right. whatever you were exposed to, it formed safety loops for you. Yeah. And that's why sometimes, for example, like for me, I'm still trying to battle my um, willingness to make money. It's very much associated with being um, worthy, the belief mm-hmm. of worthiness. It goes yes. deeper than, oh, I'm a housewife and I haven't worked as an OT. My kids are 24. I, you know, tw- almost 25. So I was, 26 I have 26 years I haven't worked and I'm not worthy uh uh it goes back
0: Mm, you know when I was born and
2: Mm -hmm. not recognized because I was female for a Mm -hmm. month my birth that's where it came from you know or my mother's worry about how she's going to provide money for her family because her husband patriarchy family he had to send all the money home and she was like how am I going to have a baby
3: Mm -hmm. and make
2: money that's when all the disbelief of worthiness came from, yeah. for me. Right. So think of that for you. There's things, right. some things we didn't know about as children. And the only way to make sense of it is to make it about us. Yeah. What do I have control of? So I'm gonna beat on myself and then keep myself safe in these loops. Yeah. And that's why that work is really important. That puts a lot of stress on us.
1: It sure does. And you know, I most people, you know, I do it in form we all have different methodologies that we we get there, right? I were I I talk in terms of stories, right? We get underneath the stories, but the stories are really the beliefs. It's really what you're talking about. It's those safety mechanisms too that our brain is always creating because it thinks it's keeping us safe. But because those were designed before we were seven years old, we have we never ever stop. We're so busy. We're just go, go, go. You said the stressful lifestyle. We all get that. We all can relate to that. We never take the time to stop and ask ourselves, hey, wait a second, what did I just say to myself? Is that story even true, right? Because when we stop to think about that, all those things that you uncovered when you were going through your healing process are not necessarily true, and we really didn't even understand it. But yet we're still letting something that we designed at seven years old run our lives 95% of the time. Our subconscious is running our life. Like you said, you started off saying the autopilot driving thing, right?
2: Oh big time, big time and and the key is is to tease it and make the subconscious part of your work.
0: Mm. It just
2: want your subconscious mind carries just wants to keep us safe exactly and it, it will sometimes on automatic pilot keep you in a horrible situation because that's what it knows.
1: yes, comfort zone.
2: Comfort zone. Even Mm -hmm. if it's uncomfortable, it's still comfort in Right,
1: because you know, right? The devil you know, right?
2: The devil you know. And so we just want to encourage people, you know, take a breath and understand. Because for me, like um, before I got breast cancer, I was about to launch my career as a belly dancer.
1: (laughs) I love that.
2: I was like ready. (laughs) And at the same time, I also knew it's very lonely. It puts a strain on your marriage. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and um, you have to keep up, keep up with the Kardashians, meaning clothing, physique, dieting, sure. everything. You got to mm-hmm. do all of that to be uh, uh, being paid. Right. I still was ready to do it, and then I came home from a, a huge event in Germany and found the lump.
3: Oh, And wow. then I
2: started my breast cancer treatment, and I mm-hmm. had to forego all of this. Um, I built up all of this. Ooh, what's the word momentum
1: momentum, momentum. I right. was gonna you're you know, gonna do were it
2: noticing me I was right. winning competitions I got to go to Germany people who were big names knew who I was mm. and they were saying they were moved and crying for my performances so I was ready to go out there and just kill it right and yeah. then I've this lump and it re had to it made me really sit back and go whoa uh, I maybe I don't want to be a belly dancer. mmm wait I really wanted to be one I trained so hard and it was no the answer was no it was not what meant to be for me and then I started to see all the incong- incongruencies and in yes it. Mm-hmm. you know it, it really mm-hmm. wasn't a fit for my life
1: isn't I was that interesting up
2: in pursuit of that goal so I, I really love what mm-hmm. you were saying, like making the most of the shifts in your life I'm much happier now incorporating dance in my life has a healing modality
1: Yeah. And it's so, it's a beautiful thing. It's unique and you're helping other people, right? And like often when something brings us to our knees, like a diagnosis like that, or somebody dying, you know, or things that happen in our lives that we wish didn't happen that we have no control over to bring us to our knees. You'll a lot of times hear people say, wow, cancer actually saved my life or whatever their stumbling block was, right? As crazy as that might sound to other people.
2: It, yeah. And so we want to be careful. Oh, I want to be careful. I'm not gaslighting the horribleness of the situation. Of course. For me, right? Um, the the cancer was, was one stop and listen, Jenny.
1: Mm. I
2: ignored it, Carrie. Wow. And um, I got through the cancer treatment, went right back to dancing. I still ignored the calls to be present in my body. It wasn't until I shifted the use of dance for myself and I started noticing the huge difference for me. The second time was, and I have permission to speak on this. So just a TMI, a a trigger warning for people. Okay. Okay. Keep the details down to a minimum. I have permission for my child to talk about it. Uh, When I was back on my feet and going back to dance events, I went right back into 100% doing events. Mm-hmm. And one of my children went into distress, oh, like, wow. man- mental distress. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until they elected to speak to me, and they were about 17, that they were self-harming severely and making plans not to be around in this world. And I went into automatic pilot, Carrie, I was like, okay, I got, I, I'm an OT, I can be all like, you know, um, medical and clinical and so quickly made a doc- doctor's appointments for them, locked up all the knives, right? Still running, still running. They had a relapse. and It was really bad.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's when I was like, oh, that was the beginning of my real work, Carrie. Wow, because my children were IVF babies. I loved them so much, and were the center of my universe. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't been present in a long time. Mm-hmm. And it took that to stop me in my tracks.
1: Wow, you just give me a whole body chill on that. That is really powerful. And we're gonna we're gonna break real quick right here because I know everybody wants to take a little breath because Jenny's just sharing this incredible vulnerability with us, and it's beautiful. So don't go anywhere. we'll be right back with look for the good.
4: Workers' Credit Union empowers members to achieve their dreams at any stage of life. With tailored products and services designed to enrich your financial wellness, Workers' Credit Union gives you the tools to succeed, like high interest checking, savings, and CD accounts. Free online and mobile banking help you budget and pay bills on the go. Financial coaching provides guidance when you need it. We encourage you to look for the good the workers' way. Visit us online at wcu.com or walk into your local branch. Did
5: you know 73% of employees are considering leaving their jobs and almost half of Americans fear being laid off in the next year? That's a lot of fear and anxiety mulling around the office. In today's environment, employees need easy-to-use tools and strategies they can count on when the atmosphere is making them feel less than productive. To find out about proven ways to help your employees turn their stress into success, go to kerryrowan.com and sign up for a free wellness consultation for your company today.
0: Ever notice how your brain automatically focuses on what's wrong in your life? Ever wonder why you find yourself telling the same old story about yourself over and over again? Tune into this high-energy show with author and mindset coach Carrie Rowan to find out how to retrain your brain to look for the good every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern on Syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network carrie uses powerful storytelling easy to use tools and inspiring guests to exemplify how a simple shift in perspective can bring miraculous results join carrie on a journey into your own transformation that will leave you feeling inspired empowered and ready to find the good every day of your life are you
6: tired of feeling stressed and stuck did you know that the stories we repeatedly tell can be the very thing that makes us feel worse about our life In her best-selling book, Tell a New Story, host and author Carrie Rowan shares the five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. This is not your average self-help book. It's a joy to read and it's interactive with QR codes for meditations, original songs, and how-to videos at just the perfect point in the story, which makes transformation easy and at your fingertips. So if you're ready to go from humming a sad song about your situation to finding your voice Voice and whistling a new upbeat tune as you skip along with joy, as the new soundtrack of your life. Then get yourself a copy of Carrie's highly acclaimed book today. Go to carrieroan.com/book to get your copy now. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N.
3: Hey, beautiful listeners. Are you tired of the fast-paced life and want an easy way to help you find your calm? Then head over to the new Look for the Good Marketplace. It's chock full of hand-selected books, great classes, calming music, and special readings. All you need to help you move closer to a life you're tickled pink about. Just visit CarrieRowan.com and click on the Marketplace tab to find just the right item to soothe your soul today. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N.com.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Look for the Good. I'm here with Jenny Cohen. We're talking about her outside-in recovery. And she was just sharing with us the most powerful. I did really have this full-body chill moment when you shared about your child. Talk to us a little bit about how did you help them get over that? And how did that stop you in a good way to really start to be present in your life?
2: I had to heal myself first. I could not be, uh, well, that belly dance, wonderful career I dreamed of, I dropped it like a hot coal. Wow. Because I literally had to be present. My child could not be left alone. Mm -hmm. I had to monitor them. I had to constantly check on them. It it was this agreement that they want to stay home and not go into a lockdown unit. Wow. That I was allowed to do safety checks Mm -hmm. because sometimes a child who will self-harm, I do it areas you can't see like between the toes just so you know so you know things like that and it was this constant check on on them and i'm using deliberate pronouns so you can't tell which one of my kids we're talking about to, to protect it anonymity. Sure. um and then for me it was this inward refocusing on being present. I was instinctively already and it became a full focus. I have to be present. How do I be present? Because Mm -hmm. for me, before I got breast cancer, one of my other children, because remember, I have fraternal twins, Mm -hmm. was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. Wow. So type 1 diabetes, when you're a young child... You can still die in your sleep when it goes too low if you're not vigorously monitoring it. Right. And my child, both my kids were elite athletes before. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: my child would have rebound lows, like 20s and 30s and 40s. Normal wow. is mm-hmm. 80 to
1: mm-hmm. 120.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, you have to wake them up. They have to eat something. Right. And they're too young to be responsible.
3: Of course. So that had already
2: been going on about five years. So every night for five years, I was staying up until 2 30 and then finally going to bed and letting my child sleep for that one and a half hours wow. without supervision. Because mm-hmm. my husband woke up at 4 15 to start his work day and he would check on our child's blood sugars.
1: Mm-hmm. All wow. right. So yeah, that's how that's vigilant tricky.
2: we were. However, our child's safe, never had to go to the hospital yet. Knock on wood. <laughs> Knocking. <laughs> right, right. So, um, for me, that the lack of sleep helped me, encouraged me, contributed to me not really being in my body. I was worrying about the past mm-hmm. when my child went to the hospital. I was worrying about the future. What if my child dies? How would I be a parent with one kid? Literally, this is what my subconscious was consumed with. Right.
1: Right? Safety, safety, right? safety, safety, mm-hmm.
2: safety, safety. I never felt safety for most of my life anyways, prior to that. I mean, yeah. I, I had someone, I met my husband, you know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, being married, that has his own issues.
1: <laughs> so yes. that one it's a the whole one. other show, Jenny. Whole,
2: I'll come back for that one. <laughs> All right, anyways, so for me and this child in this very alert method of breath work, I'm telling you, none of us breathe enough.
1: It's so like right true. now, stop.
2: Everybody, just take a breath. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Make sure there's no tension in your neck. And exhale. Four, three, two, one. Right? Make sure you're doing that three times minimum a day where you just stop cold and fill your body with air from the tummy mm-hmm. up to the collarbones and then back down. Then I added five senses: smell, taste, mm-hmm. hearing, the feeling of my my clothing on my body, and I would soften my gaze so I could see peripherally. Meaning, mm-hmm. I'm not super focused on front. Mm-hmm. If I could see the side views. That would calm my nervous system
1: mm-hmm. down. Yes,
2: it, it automatically does that. Yeah. So these two things: the breath work, like thing, EDMR. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
2: that automatically brings up the thriving nervous system, not yeah. the I'm in danger nervous system. Right. Right? right yep. And Doing that, in the past, I wouldn't be in my body and I didn't know when my child was in danger. These days, I could sit here talk with you, Carrie, an audience. I know immediately when my child's in danger because mm-hmm. I'm present.
1: Mm-hmm. i'm so
2: in tune with them yeah i know if they haven't because we have a system right mm-hmm. they text and check on like can they text and check on themselves but they're on a family
0: mm-hmm. messaging mm-hmm. and we
2: know if i don't hear by them from a certain time they've overslept sometimes they just overslept they're young young people it's normal yeah <laughs> they're in
1: college they like to sleep um, in. <laughs> yeah
2: they like to sleep when they can and yeah. sometimes i already know and i can feel it
1: Yeah, you're tuned into your. When you slow down, you're tuned into yourself and then, right? Your own instincts. We're tuning those up as we do that breath work, as we start to slow down, as we meditate or, you know, even dance as meditation or walk as meditation. and Right? And that's when we start to really hone in on that muscle, on that intuitive muscle, especially as parents, right? We are super.
2: yeah. I mean, how how do these children these days, how are you surviving? I don't understand. Even though I'm generation X, right, Carrie? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, we didn't have cell phones. Mm -hmm. They had commercials. Where are your children? It's 10 PM. And I'm like, yeah, that was my life. Like (laughs) my kids and my parents are on life 360. So I can track whenever they leave the house, especially my parents. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) A little role reversal there, (laughs) tracking the parents. That's awesome. Yeah, but it's, it is it is that inner GPS, right? We're talking about bringing that inner work. It's that inner GPS, you know, knowing where we are at any given point in time, emotionally, mentally. And when we can get in touch with that in ourselves, we get so much better at helping other people manage that, teaching that stuff, those skills to our children, to the next generation. Because if they're, you know, I, they're so, I, I too have kids who are in their 20s. And so, it's different we didn't grow up with those electronics they're not as in tune with themselves as we might have been and and we weren't even that tuned right until we get older um <clears throat> so it's really it's it's working that muscle like any muscle like your dance muscle you had to work it and work it same thing with being present and practicing the five sense meditation and working on our intuition all that stuff it's a practice just like yoga
2: yes How then can we fully feel the happiness and the joy? Right. You want to feel it fully, right? Uh, When when my husband and I were newlyweds, we had this very sad painter painting our house because his wife was very sick. And he said to us, you know, life is... Ups and downs. You're either going up or you're either going down. And and our youth were like, that's really pessimistic. Like we were like, we just want to be up. And now I'm like, <laughs> he was right. <laughs> so I gotta enjoy going up, and then I have to savor the ups. So when you're going down, I still remember the ups and know mm. there's an up coming.
1: Exactly.
2: Gotta enjoy it. You know, our we, we can't savor the happiness. If we haven't felt the non-happiness, the contrast, right?
1: The contrast is very important. We need the contrast. We can't, I say to my kids all the time, you you can't know what you want if you don't know what you don't want. So sometimes if they're trying to figure, I don't know what I want. All right, well, let's figure out what you don't want, right? Let's get the list of what we don't want because you need to know what you don't want. Knowing what you don't want gets you closer to what you want. So wherever you're at, start there. You know, You don't have to have it all figured out we still don't know what we want to be when we grow up right Jenny
2: (laughs) it's evolving. well you know what it is I okay so one of my mentors talks about um you want to be the rock in the stream Mm. because you a rock knows what it is yeah it is solid it knows and it enjoys being in the sun it savors the rain falling on it and everything else that comes into its existence Mm -hmm. it just lets it flow by (laughs) for example right if i'm in conversation with someone and they're saying the exact opposite of what i believe in if i have a reaction to it i go first now why did i have that reaction because it got nothing to do with me how they feel Then I'll work on myself. Mm -hmm. If I can let it just flow right by, Mm. because I'm my rock, I am that rock. Mm. So I can savor my own happiness separate. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what I want to be. At the same time, I do also want to really emphasize how important it is to heal in community.
1: Mm. I love that. You
2: want to heal in community, meaning, you know, the self-care part of it is important. And also, there's an aspect to the healing. You want to work with someone, whether it's Carrie or myself. Therapists are very useful to a point. Sorry, therapist, Because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes there's another layer that has to be addressed. We're multi-layered, right. like cabbages, right. Carrie. Like,
1: like, like cabbages. I like that. Yeah. Not
2: onions. Do I have time to talk about the cabbage story? Or
1: we have, have time. time- We have time to talk about... Oh, actually, you know what? We have to break real quick. Thank you for checking in. See, another host, we're going to talk about your podcast too, knows when to check in. We're going to take a quick break, guys. We'll be right back with the Cabbage Story. Don't go anywhere.
4: Workers' Credit Union empowers members to achieve their dreams at any stage of life. With tailored products and services designed to enrich your financial wellness, Workers' Credit Union gives you the tools to succeed, like high interest checking, savings, and CD accounts. Free online and mobile banking help you budget and pay bills on the go. Financial coaching provides guidance when you need it. We encourage you to look for the good the workers' way. Visit us online at wcu.com or walk into your local branch. Hey, beautiful listeners! Are you
3: tired of the fast paced life and want an easy way to help you find your calm? Then head over to the new Look for the Good Marketplace. It's chock full of hand selected books, great classes, calming music, and special readings. All you need to help you move closer to a life you're tickled pink about. Just visit carrierowan.com and click on the Marketplace tab to find just the right item to soothe your soul today. That's C A R R I E R O W A N.com.
6: Are you tired of feeling stressed and stuck? Did you know that the stories we repeatedly tell can be the very thing that makes us feel worse about our life? In her best-selling book, Tell a New Story, host and author Carrie Rowan shares the five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. This is not your average self-help book. It's a joy to read and it's interactive with QR codes for meditations, original songs, and how-to videos at just the perfect point in the story, which makes transformation easy and at your fingertips. So if you're ready to go from humming a sad song about your situation to finding your voice, And whistling a new upbeat tune As you skip along with joy As the new soundtrack of your life Then get yourself a copy of Carrie's Highly acclaimed book today Go to CarrieRowan.com Slash book to get your copy now That's C-A-R-R-I-E R-O-W-A-N are you ready to
5: consistently be in the flow of success, build an abundant business, easily find your right clients, and feel good inviting them into your community to do business with you? If your answer is yes, then you'll want to listen to Business Success with Human Design with Nancy O'Keefe on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Thursday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Business Success with Human Design is a podcast designed to help you peel back the layers of who you have been taught to be and how you've been told to do business. Moving you from overwhelm to a business model that aligns with your authentic self and feels right for you. Come and explore human design for business with Nancy. Did you know 73% of employees are considering leaving their jobs, and almost half of Americans fear being laid off in the next year? That's a lot of fear and anxiety mulling around the office. In today's environment, employees need easy-to-use tools and strategies they can count on when the atmosphere is making them feel less than productive. To find out about proven ways to help your employees turn their stress into success, go to Carryrowan.com and sign up for a free wellness
3: consultation for your company today. We're right
1: back at it on Look for the Good with Jenny Cohen. And I love, you were talking about so many amazing things. We're talking about the cabbage. Why we're more like cabbages than we are onions. Let's talk about the veggies.
2: Let's talk about the veggies. (laughs) So listen, you know, Shreks, the layers of the onion were unpeeling. (laughs) Here's the thing. I'm really a cabbage. So are you. Now, I come from a lineage of farmers, I still can't hmm. grow anything. I killed them all. I'm so sorry. My plants, you know, the karma of it. However, I learned this very interesting story about cabbages. When you grow them six feet apart, because people think, oh, I want big round cabbages, right? Mm-hmm. They grow really tight and small. Interesting. If you grow them closer, they grow open and bigger. Really? And community.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: all all And the healing process is: you might go to a therapist and open up your outer layers, right? And then you have to do more work beyond that. You have to do some energy releases of that. Yes. You have to address the fact that not only are you carrying trauma in your tissues, we also do things like myofascial release. Okay, I love in your that. body. Mm-hmm release what you've been carrying in your body, which is another layer of cabbage, Mm -hmm. go in a little deeper, and there's lineage we've carried from our other generations of trauma Mm. and belief systems that's been handed down to us, like a fine family tradition. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're gonna release that to find the deeper in most who you are. and all of the things we discussed in this session together and this wonderful time together has been addressing those layers none of it can be done in isolation you always want to be in community
1: i love that the power of community it's one of the things i love most about doing and you can probably agree with this is my my class that i teach right because it's like it's like a group coaching and i always tell people The magic happens in sharing with the other women in the group. That's the power. Yes, I am there to facilitate, but the breakouts and the sharing and the accountability that happens and the the sharing on such a deep level of stories they wouldn't normally tell anybody else because they're doing the same story work. They're all pulling out those ugly stories that they thought they'd never share. And it's in those moments that I feel like most of the transformation happens
2: and and so (laughs) the caveat of course right is you have to be in your body to know if the person you're working with is safe for you Mm, that's the biggest point Mm -hmm. right because has a student of dance sometimes teachers aren't ready to teach and they start teaching
0: Mm -hmm. and
2: you can actually get harmed in that so just be aware you want to be in your body Knowing what you want, and then you can resonate and find the teacher that's in their body. Yeah. Then they facilitate a safe space, Mm -hmm. like Carrie's, like my dance classes, because there is an exchange of energy, no matter whether or not you recognize it. It happens, y'all. Even now, in this conversation between Carrie and I, and you're listening, there's an exchange of energy for you, audience.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit more about your dance classes. What Where does the healing and the transformation come from? I love that.
2: During my cancer treatment, I had to go to dance events because even if I wasn't physically dancing, the energy generated in the room (laughs) or I would go to the show of the event and the energy, especially with a really fantastic performer that could give as much energy as they were receiving from the audience mm-hmm. that's healing in itself any dance class where you feel safe in you will heal from that energy that's one Love in my it. dance classes i'm one of those teachers that really looks at myself i'll be watching you the whole time because mm-hmm. i will instinctively know how to adjust my levels of class for you Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's what happens in my dance classes. There's a lot of cueing in my dance classes for somatic breath work, tuning into your five senses. Mm -hmm. You can do that on your own just from hearing this from Carrie and I in the session. Do that for yourself. Mm -hmm. And always do a check-in before you go into movement class, whether it's dance or not, yoga class, meditation class. Make sure you are clear in where you end and where you start. Mm-hmm. And then you go into the class, and then when you walk out, if there's any time you're feeling anything but joy and safety and happiness, make sure it's really coming from you. Because sometimes we can bring other people's feelings with us out of the room.
1: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I, I just love that. Um, and again, you're creating a community of people all doing this together. You're all working. It's the same dynamic I was explaining in my class that happens in your class, but you're physically there. And that is that energy movement, That offering a high vibe space for people to walk into in and of itself is healing. Add the music to that. Now you've got two levels of healing. Now the breathing and the being present with the mindfulness and the five senses, you have so many beautiful things going on at once that I'm going to have to come out to Utah and... um really do some of these classes.
2: <laughs> oh, you can have access to me remotely, Carrie.
1: Ooh, tell us about that.
2: Yeah. So if you go to com, you get access to a free class of mine. It's a whole hour video. You don't do the whole thing in one go if you don't want to, mm-hmm. right? The first half, the first minute is just a cue into what we just talked about, being mm-hmm. present
1: mm-hmm. in
2: your breath work. Then you have a 30-minute cardio class with me where I'm mirroring you and cueing you verbally. And there's a, there's a bang in a Sharkey music workout music that's licensed mm-hmm. you can play anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And then the second half of it goes into myofascial release work. Nice. So you can have access to me anywhere. Just go to danceandheal.com. Dot com, check yep. out the class. If you like it, let me know how I can get you more.
1: That's really cool. I love that. I hope everybody goes and checks out Jenny's site and does the free class because why wouldn't you? It's free, right? It's
2: free and you can take, you have access to it forever.
1: Forever. <laughs> forever. I
2: and can then- tell you
1: from Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> forever. <laughs> That's a wicked good class. You got to get it. It's a good class. <laughs> wicked pisser. Um, tell us about your book. Yeah. Um, and where they can find out more about your book. And you're involved in a couple other collaborative books. Is that what you're, you were telling me that earlier?
2: Yes, yes. So Outside in Recovery, Dancing My Way Back to Myself After Breast Cancer is a no-holds – I get emotional. <laughs>
1: yeah, It's that's a
2: okay. no-holds-barred real talk about lifting the curtain to show you what happens in our minds when we're going through breast cancer. hmm People, yeah. we put up a brave face. We're, we're supposed to be warriors and we're really lost
0: yeah. and scared.
2: And it talks about how we could really often feel alone, even surrounded by friends and family. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm a belly dancer and I'm still doing it during and after. And I literally could not see myself in the camera, in the, in the mirrors. I would see my eyelashes. I see my costume and I could not see my face. And it was this weird dysmorphia where I couldn't even mm-hmm. see my body. Wow. Oh, I didn't recognize my body. Mm-hmm. And I would see a mind's eye idea of what it looked like. And mm-hmm. it has recovered, covered, right? It, it distorts how you perceive things. Well, wow. some of it's chemo. If you do chemo, some of it's chemo brain. Because chemo yeah. doesn't just go to where your cancer is. It goes mm-hmm. throughout your body, right? Mm-hmm. So the book talks about the the, the eight-step discover process that I went through. One of it was recognizing anger about it. Sure. Another one was talking about survivor guilt.
1: Mm.
2: A lot of other people didn't make it through this fight. Then you're worried about, oh, am I making the most of this second chance at life? What do you mean I'm supposed to rest? I can't rest. I'm lucky enough to be alive. So I should be killing myself again. Mm. Wow. (laughs) Things like that. You know, Um, and, and just understanding that life is very different afterwards. And Mm -hmm. that's a new normal that we want to start to learn about.
1: Yeah. The new normal. That's really fabulous and powerful because, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that and the emotions. And I love what we started talking about was feeling those emotions, right? Bringing them in, labeling them what they are and letting it be okay to not be okay.
2: It's okay to not be okay. I want to write a second book about what happens when you've been in chemo-induced menopause because that's a whole Ooh. nother ringer i'm going through oh Carrie, that's another I gotta come back book. and tell you about like a forget about the book i gotta give you like a real talk about yeah. stuff. i'd love that might to be like an adult contact one content one because i it's think current. that
1: would be good yeah guys I think oh my god really good yeah, yeah because yeah, that, everybody
2: no one yes. talks about it and i'm, I'm actually um kind of pissed <laughs> 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 and i can say that because that's part of my healing process right yeah, so I've never heard ones, like, that
1: before. You see, oh, what being pissed chemo? Or? No, I no, I like the being pissed. <laughs> Feel the emotion, let it out. Right? <laughs> I've never heard of chemo-induced menopause, but doesn't it make perfect sense?
2: Uh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's why the younger women who get cancer of any kind and yeah. they're put on chemotherapy if they haven't had children yet, they never will their own because wow. it completely stops cold. Right, there are some discoveries where some small, not many, Mm -hmm. some will get their periods again Mm -hmm. um, afterwards, but I don't know if they can get pregnant. So they'll be encouraged to mm, consider adoption and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's devastating for a lot of the younger
1: people that
2: they the option to be a mom without. Adoption mm-hmm. or egg donation is gone.
1: Oh, that's really tough. We are we'll definitely going to talk, we'll talk more about, about that. that. I yeah. hope you write a book about that because I think the world needs to have more information about that and workarounds and and um. Well, I, I think just
2: things to demand from your te- your doctors
1: exactly the knowledge beforehand when you're making those decisions because a lot of times we don't have the whole story and we're too much in fight or flight. To really know what to ask, which is why I think you really need a great advocate for you when you're going through stuff like that. Like you said, community. You yeah. Know, having a good I support group. A,
2: right. And and some of us, because I was an immigrant, right, Carrie? Mm-hmm. I don't speak my mother tongue fluently. Mm-hmm. So I speak English fluently. So I didn't even know how to approach the topic with my mother and my aunts. I don't live wow. near them. Yeah. So you don't have that older generation matriarchal community Mm -hmm. to be like you got to watch out for this
0: Mm -hmm.
2: right and they wouldn't even know they don't even talk about that in my generation before wow right so I have to be the generation that talks about it because people get really uncomfortable I'm like I'm sorry you're gonna have to talk about it because you have to deal with it and I want you to do this in isolation it's terrible
1: no, and you need that support group and that's so interesting. I mean that you've got a lot of different topics. We're going to have to have you back on the show for sure. <laughs> you have a lot of great topics and and I know that everybody's listening and they're getting so much wisdom from what you're saying and the healing through dance and embracing art these are all things that are really near and dear to my heart as well. And I just I love that you came on today to share yourself and your heart and moments of vulnerability and people are going to take so much away. Um, from all of this and remember go get that free dance class from jenny i'll put it up on um, the show notes as well if you guys don't know what the um the link was but it's danceandheal.com and jenny thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for coming on today
2: thank you for having me thank you audience for listening
1: yes oh yes they're loving this so um again tune in guys to this you can always if you miss the live as you know go to the go to my show and i um, Dream Vision 7 Radio, or go to my website at carrierowan.com and you can get any of the, old, the podcast uh, episodes that played before or find me on YouTube. And so thank you so much again, Jenny. It was a pleasure having you here. And remember, everybody, it is never too
0: late to live your best story. Be well. Thanks for tuning in to Look for the Good with your host, Carrie Rowan, best selling author and mindset coach. Join us every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. right here at Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. If you weren't able to catch an episode, no worries. Just visit our website to find all the archived episodes of Look for the Good on Demand so you don't miss a thing. And remember, it's never too late to live your best story. For additional resources or to find out about how you can work with Carrie directly, visit CarrieRowan.com for more details.